everyone, it's your old pal Rick from the Hell Ming Power Hour on this brand new venture I've got going. That's right, me and the Hell Ming boys have decided to kind of divide and conquer uh, this idea of so many movies, so little time, and I couldn't wait but start and jump off with this joker right here. So what do you get when you cross the movie Alien with Scarface, but you leave the alien idea out of it, but you keep the eggs. You get the Italian classic ripoff contamination from 1980. Which brings me to why I love these Italian flicks. Whatever's hot on the screens at the time, you can rest assured the Italians are already in production making a cheaper, gorier, their own kind of version of the story. And this one checks all those boxes of requirements that I have for these kind of movies. You get tons of stock footage, you get second-rate dialogue, because that's not why you watch these movies, and they even know that. You got a Goblin soundtrack. Yep, Goblin was on top of their game at this point. And you get some staple actors that are in a plethora of these movies that came out at this time. And you get over-the-top gore, even if it makes sense or not. Speaking of that, I'm pretty sure that nobody involved with making this movie had even seen Alien. I think they just saw the movie poster and heard that it was a big hit and decided to make a movie. And what's on that poster? That's right, that scary looking egg. It's almost like they just heard a rumor of what happens in the film and they just ran with it. So you, you'll see what I mean. At the start of this movie, we got a cargo ship that's coming into the New York Harbor. And when they finally get it docked, we get a group of policemen and a health inspector that goes on the boat looking around and they find the crew just kind of dead and splattered all over the place. And when the inspection group goes into the cargo area of this ship, they find all these crates of coffee from South America. But one of the boxes is tipped over and there's these big slimy green football sized eggs hanging out of it. And then the lead detective, Tony, picks one of the eggs up and they're all in these complete hazmat outfits and he holds it out and the egg explodes and the gunk in the egg goes all over the other people in the group. Then instantly they start spitting up blood and everything that's inside of their chest cavity is now busting out and all over the outside of their bodies. See what I mean? No alien pops out of the chest. You just get some egg juice on you and you explode in slow motion. Details? Who needs details? You figure it out, because I can't. Now, Tony gets picked up and put in isolation by a top service group that answers only to the president and is led by Colonel Stella Holmes. Her team takes the information that Tony gave them about the eggs, and they go back to freeze some of the eggs so they can take them to be examined. How they know the freezing works? Not important. But they took them to the lab and they found out that heat makes them explode. I guess they do. And they find out where the shipment of the eggs were going to. Now Stella gets a warrant and she gets all of her forces together and they head to the location where there's three guys who obviously work for the mafia. And the floor is covered with eggs. And the cops break in and they hold these three guys at gunpoint. And then one of the mafia guys reaches over this gun and shoots one of the eggs. So it splashes all over the mafia guys and they start spitting up blood and their chest bust open and they die in slow motion. Then after that, Stella says, hey, tell the guys to bring the flamethrowers and just burn them all. 
Well, if heat makes them explode, uh, I don't know. I, you figure it out. Now, Stella is real bum-fuzzled by what all is going on here, and she happens to remember the space vessel trip that went to Mars back a few years ago with a guy named Hubbard that she ended up having to do an investigation on because he came back home talking out of his mind, telling everybody about these green eggs that were football-sized that they, that they found at the polar cap of Mars. Yeah. So Stella pretty much ruined his career and made him out to be a nutcase. But now she's having to go back and eat a little crow and say, hey, remember those eggs you were talking about? I think you're right and I think they're real. Now during their confrontation, we get a flashback of Hubbard and his partner Hamilton that were pretty much in this cave that looks so much like H.R. Giger stuff, it's not even funny, but I guarantee you some Italian dude made the set in probably 10 minutes. That's just how these guys roll. And it's kind of a cliffhanger in a way because Hubbard talks about something happened to Hamilton, but you really don't see what happens, but you just hear him kind of yell out his name. So they convince Hubbard to come talk to them a little bit more at the station, and they start reviewing the old file, and they're watching the old footage of Hamilton talking about, well, he don't know why his buddy lost his lid and all this kind of stuff. And some of the officers are like, man, I really wish we could go catch this Hamilton guy and talk to him some more about what's happened since then. And Stella's like, well, haven't you heard? Hamilton died. He was in a plane crash about six months ago. <gasps> so Stella at this point decides that all roads lead to South America. So we're going to take Tony the cop, Hubbard the astronaut, and Stella are going to jump on a plane and go over there and straighten things out. And when they land in South America, they're being spied on by this guy who goes back and reports to this guy who's dressed like Scarface. <laughs> and guess what? It's Hamilton. Apparently, he's the high-dollar underground egg dealer. And he plans to knock this team out one by one. So our three amigos decide to get together and come up with a plan. And the plan consists of Hubbard flying his airplane, they specifically say his airplane, overhead over an area that's on a map and look if they see any kind of signs of the eggs. Now, <laughs> again, we're in South America. Where do you find a plane to rent or where do you even store your own plane? So just one of those things to say, oh, well, yeah, we got to have a way to separate them. Make him fly a plane. And while he's airborne, Stella, and Tony are going to investigate Coffee World. And right after this meeting is over, Stella decides she needs to take a shower. And while she's in the shower, somebody breaks into her room, goes into the bathroom, lays down an egg, and then locks the bathroom door from the outside. And this is supposed to be a big, dramatic, edge-of-your-seat kind of scene, but it really goes on way too long, and I'll tell you why. Stella spends all of her time banging on the door saying, help, there's an egg in here. Or she opens up her cuticle case and starts bringing out every utensil that's in that joker and trying to pick the lock so she can get out of the room while the egg is just laying there on the floor making sad trombone sounds. So I say, instead of these tactics, why don't you throw a towel over the egg? Why don't you... I don't know, that robe that you're wearing, throw the robe over it. How about a clothes hamper? Just throw it over the egg. Anything to keep it from splattering. Here's an idea. 
what if you get back in the shower and open up that shower curtain, close it real tight, right? Guess what? No eggs get splattered on you. Anyways, the guys come walking by later on and they hear her making a bunch of noise, so they break open the door and they get her out way before the egg ever explodes. Now, as a maniacal killer, wouldn't you want something a little more predictable as a weapon? I mean, why wouldn't you just like shoot her while she's in the shower with a silencer? Or, I mean, you got a bunch of different things you do here besides an exploding egg. And if that's not weird enough for you, suck on this. When the egg finally does explode, Hamilton has an Obi-Wan Kenobi moment where he feels a disturbance in the egg force. And he can tell that the egg exploded and nobody died. So we wasted that egg uh, while he's eating brunch. So he's part of the alien loop now and he was hypnotized back on Mars and snuggled back some alien seeds to help them germinate and terminate and take over. And the very next day, Tony and Stella go to the coffee place and get abducted by Hamilton's girlfriend, wife, whatever she is, uh, and they're held hostage. But not before Hamilton reveals himself and says that Hubbard's dead now because they tampered with his plane. How did they know that Hubbard had a plane? Again, don't matter. But Hubbard is not dead. Matter of fact, he lands the plane while it's sputtering like it's going to run out of gas. And then he takes a little short nap. <laughs> and then he grabs the map. He grabs a flare gun. And he takes off on foot across the jungle where he landed. And this is where we find out that they are planting the eggs out on the jungle to mature for shipping. So, another question. I guess nobody really thought this through, but if heat makes them explode... You are possibly in the hottest climate in the world to put them outside in. But you know what? It doesn't matter. The only thing that does matter is this next line of dialogue. It's time for you to come. Where? To the Cyclops. Cyclops? What kind of movie am I watching here? So we finally get to see the alien Cyclops. <laughs> And it's a great rubber monster that really would have worked probably in the late 60s, early 70s. It's, it's a little passe for this time. But it does have some really cool features like a hypnotic eye that it makes Tony walk up to the alien and then the alien pretty much eats him with a snake-like tube. And now Hamilton is trying to sacrifice Stella to the beast, but Hubbard has made his way to the coffee factory and he's kidnapped Hamilton's girl buddy, cousin, whatever she is, and stops Hamilton. Now, Hubbard is holding the lady in front of him like a shield, but the alien makes Hamilton go ahead and shoot his girl, sex slave aunt, whatever she is. And then Hubbard runs up and beats up Hamilton and grabs Stella, and then he shoots the Cyclops in the eye with the flare gun. And when the alien dies, so does Hamilton with a chest burst in really slow motion. And then the military shows up like they always do when the work is all done, and all is well, except for Tony, who got eight shoes and all. And then back at New York, we've got a scene of a busy street, and there's a pile of trash, and inside that pile of trash is, you guessed it, an egg. An egg explodes. The end. So what do I think? Well, again, it's exactly what I love about these crazy Italian knockoff movies. And it's funny that the idea in 1980 of a mother alien hatching a bunch of eggs, and then somebody coming in with a flamethrower and setting them on fire. 
hmm, did James Cameron see this movie and rip off a ripoff of a movie he was about to make? Answer that one for yourselves. I give it a three out of five, so keep those eggs in the air, and we will see you next time.